Welcome to the When I Am Weak podcast. My name is Bethany Sloan and I am your host. So it is the day before 4th of July. So just forewarning, if you hear fireworks in the background, that is why. Um, But tonight we're not going to talk about the 4th of July. Tonight I want to talk about worship and the, the heart of worship. So that is the title of this episode, The Heart of Worship. I've always loved worship, um, mostly worship through music. I remember when I was a little girl standing on the church pew with my hands lifted high, singing as loud as I could on Sunday mornings. Other people around me would stare and giggle, but I didn't care because I loved to worship Jesus through music. To this day, I still love worship. I sing worship songs throughout my day without even thinking about it, and I am constantly listening to worship music because something about it just fills my heart and soul. Maybe a part of that comes from my upbringing My mom is a music teacher and she loves music. She loves her job um, and she always has. Growing up, there were many mornings when I would wake up to the sound of my mom playing the piano and most of the time she was playing a worship song. It was the most peaceful way to wake up in the morning and I so cherished those moments. I grew up surrounded by worship music whether it was on the radio or at my church or my mom playing hymns on the piano, I was listening to worship music every single day of my childhood life. So maybe my parents had some influence on my love for worship music, but I believe that God gave me the parents I have for a reason. He placed me with parents who have a heart for worship, knowing that they would water the seed that God had already placed inside my heart when he created me. God created my heart with a love for worship, a love for music and song. And he gave me parents who would water that love, that passion inside my heart. He gave me parents who would water that love well. And I am so grateful for that blessing. Maybe you're like me and you have a heart and passion for worship music. Or maybe you could care less about it. But whatever the case may be, tonight we're going to talk about worship and what that is. I love worship music, but worship isn't just music. Many times when we talk about worship in the church, we are referring to the act of singing and playing music for Jesus. But worship is so much bigger than just music. Here are a few definitions of the word worship from various English dictionaries. It says, the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration. To regard with great or extravagant respect, honor, or devotion. To have or show a strong feeling of respect and admiration The definition of worship isn't music itself, but rather the expression of adoration for someone or for something. We often express our adoration for Jesus through music and song, 
but we also express adoration in other ways as well. Like, for example, through prayer, when we talk to Jesus and express through words how much we love and admire him, or when we are admiring his craftsmanship as we look at the creation, miracles, life he has created. Anytime our hearts adore Jesus, we are worshiping Jesus. We also worship Jesus through honoring him, obeying him, listening to him, reading his word, serving him, serving others, giving him our time and our money. When our hearts are devoted to his heart, we are worshiping Jesus. I like to think of worship as a hug. Our hearts embrace the heart of our heavenly father when we worship him. I think that's why many people love worship music because it can feel like you're embracing Jesus and your heart, our hearts are the fullest when we wrap our arms around our creator and our savior. Like a child who is embracing their parent, we embrace our Abba Father with a big hug every time we worship him and that fills our hearts like nothing else. The book of Psalms talks about worship and is filled with worship more than any other book in the Bible. If you want to know more about worship, the book of Psalms is a great place to look. I'll give you some examples. Psalm 71.8 says, My mouth is filled with your praise, declaring your splendor all day long. Psalms 95.6 says, Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Psalms 103.1 says, Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. So these... um these psalms or songs are um, songs of adoration for God. And just like um, the definition, it's the expression um, of adoration, um, the expression of respect towards God. But there are other things that we tend to adore as humans. Um, We can adore our pet. We can adore our children. We can adore our house or our spouse. Um, We can adore the person that we're dating. We can adore friendships. We can adore um, attention. Um, We can adore social media interactions. Um, We can adore shopping or uh, things. We can adore cars, sports. Um, We can even adore our job. And when we adore those things too much, then we start to worship them and make them our God. Um, And when you think about how we as humans um, show our adoration for those things um, that really uh, gives light to the act of worship. Um, you might adore your house by buying a lot of things to put in it. You know, like um, if if you adore your house, then maybe you'll buy the nicest. 
um, furniture to put in it and maybe you'll spend a lot of time working on it and painting it and um, making it look just right um, and it's it that's not a bad thing but if you put too much energy into it if that's all you care about if that's all your heart cares about then that um, starts to become your god and the number one thing that your heart is adoring so um, how do we adore god how do we worship god and how do we do it well um and not just well but to make him our number one um to to show our adoration for him but to to desire him more than anything else there's a a worship song that came out when I was a kid that I absolutely love titled heart of worship um, by Matt Redman Um, Matt Redman wrote this song in the late 90s after his home church in England went through a a humbling experience (laughs) In an interview, Matt shared that there was a dynamic missing in their worship services. So their pastor did a pretty brave thing. He decided to get rid of the sound system and band for a season. Matt Redmond said, We gathered together with just our voices. His point was that we'd lost our way in worship, and the way we get back to the heart would be to strip everything away. I'm going to say that again. The way to get back to the heart of worship would be to strip everything away. That must have been really hard for this church. Reminding, um, so the pastor did this, reminding his church family to be producers um, in worship, not just consumers. Uh, so, um the pastor did this so so that they could get back to producing worship, not just consuming it for themselves. Um, and he asked, the, their pastor, Mike, asked this question. When you come through the doors on a Sunday, what are you bringing as your offering to God? Matt Redmond said the question initially led to some embarrassing silence. But eventually people broke into acapella songs and heartfelt prayers and encountering God in a fresh way. Matt Redman continued to say that before long, we reintroduced the musicians and sound system as we gained a new perspective that worship is all about Jesus. And he commands a response in the depths of our souls, no matter what the circumstance and setting The song, The Heart of Worship, simply describes what occurred. The lyrics proclaim, When the music fades, all is stripped away, and I simply come, longing just to bring something that's of worth, that will bless your heart. I'll bring you more than a song, for a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper within, Through the way things appear, you're looking into my heart. I'm coming back to the heart of worship, and it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. 
I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. When it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. Matt Redman remembers writing the song quickly in his bedroom soon after his church's journey together with no intentions for it to become an international worship song. He, he viewed the words simply as his personal response to what he was learning about worship. What an amazing and powerful testimony for Matt Redman and his church family. Even though it was a hard lesson to learn and very humbling for his church family, it really brought them closer together as a church, but most importantly, it brought them closer to the heart, to the heart of, of the Father. When I think of worship, the definition of worship and this song about the heart of worship, one scripture verse comes to mind. In Matthew twenty two thirty seven, it says, Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Worship isn't just singing to God, but worship is loving God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. How can you actively love God with all of your heart? How can you actively love God with all of your soul? How can you actively love God with all of your mind? When you think about God and how amazing he is, you are worshiping him. When you pour out your soul to him in song or prayer or writing, you are worshiping God. When you declare your love for God, when you follow his direction, when you serve and love others well, you are worshiping God. Matt Redmond's pastor was very wise in asking this question. What are you bringing as your offering to God? Over and over again, we see throughout scripture, the people of God building altars to show honor and admiration to God. Altars and animal sacrifices weren't solely meant to cover the people's sins, although that was an important part of it. But it was also an act of worship. Similar to when we build monuments to honor people or our nation, building an altar for God was like when we build statues to honor people. But even so much better because we're honoring God, not just a, a human person. But what are we building today to honor God? What are you building in your life to honor God? How can we actively show our love and adoration for God? How can we worship God well? Maybe it's through, like the song says, stripping away all of the things. All is stripped away. Stripping away the things that distract us from God or even even the good things, like maybe God just wants you to surrender all so that we can be still and know him. Maybe it's through building, through building a ministry for God. Maybe it's building churches for God, or maybe it's simply building others up through encouraging words. Pray and ask God these types of questions in prayer. 
Lord God, what kind of altar do you want me to build for you? What what do you want me to give to you as my act of worship? How can I worship you well with all of my heart, soul, and mind, Lord Jesus? Reveal to me how I can worship you well. Ask God these questions in prayer. Be still and listen for his answers and then walk in obedience to his desires for you and you will surely be blessed for it. Not only will you be blessed, but more importantly, your relationship with God will be greater and more intimate as you chase after the heart of God with yours. You will become like David, a man or woman after God's own heart. And ironically, David wrote most of the worship songs in the book of Psalms. Chase after the heart of God and you will learn to worship well. I'm coming back to the heart of worship and it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to the When I'm Weak podcast. And I hope this encouraged your heart this week. I will be praying for you that you discover the heart of worship and that through worship, you, your relationship with God will be so much better, so much stronger and intimate and just beautiful. Have a great week.